me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. But he, he challenged them that he had to make a choice. You can't serve God and the world, and had to choose. Amen. And, you know, that still rings true today. You still have to make that choice. Right. You know, yes. uh, I can make that choice for me, and I can lead the way for my children, but ultimately, they're going to have to make a choice when they get old to whether they want to choose to serve the Lord or not. Mm -hmm. I mean, and even even they might serve the Lord, uh, in, you know, in the house, but growing up and getting out of the house, it's your choice, man. Your choice. What are you going to do? You're going to serve God or you're going to serve the Lord? As for me and my house, we're going to serve God. Yes. That's what we're going to do. There ain't nothing better than Jesus. There ain't nothing better than that. There ain't nothing yes. better than serving the Lord and, and being right in the middle of His will. I, I'd rather be in the middle of His will doing exactly what He wants me to do than making millions of dollars yes. working somewhere else. Amen. You know, because you need to be where God wants you to yes. be and where God wants you to be and how God wants you to be doing it. about the person, the person of the call, if you will, Joshua. Let's talk 
who he was. Who was Joshua? Joshua number one, Joshua chapter number one, verse number one, the Bible says, Joshua, uh, now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto who? Joshua, the son of? None. He had none. He was the son of none. So first of all, he was a son. The first position he had, he had many different positions, but the first one, the first ones we'll cover tonight, the first one we'll cover tonight, is that he was a son. In the scriptures, you'll find those words, Joshua, the son of Nun, 30 times. 30 times. Joshua was a man of God. Bible tells us that he was a servant. We'll talk about that later. But in this verse, he was a servant of the Lord. Moses' minister. Who did he minister to? He ministered to Moses. <clears throat> ministered to God. But you'll see here, this uh, again, he is mentioned 30 times to be the son of none. Now, if you have a son or if you have a child, aren't you proud of them when they carry your name good? I mean, it makes you... Have honor. It makes you feel honorable that that is your son. Can you imagine being his father? None. How proud of he was of Joshua. And the man that he had become, Joshua, he was proud to be his son. He was proud that he was his son. Dude, so, you know, I have, I have a son on the way. One day he will carry my name. Ain't that right, Miss Stacy? <laughs> One day he will carry my name, right? And uh, look, I want my son. I want my. I want to be proud of my son. Yes. Of what he accomplishes and what he does. I want my daughters. I, I want my daughters to make me proud. I want them to grow up to love Jesus. That's what I want them to do. And I want them to make me proud. Yes. To be my daughter. To be. I want to make my dad proud to be his son. Yes. Sir. Look, I want my dad to look at me and say, man, I'm glad he's my son. No, he's a disgrace. Right, right. In the Old Testament, in the Old Testament, there were times, uh, there were other times in the Bible there would be men mentioned. Uh, for, for instance, one of the kings, uh, he was the son, and he was a wicked king, and he did evil in the sight of the Lord. Do you think he made his dad proud? Or he had brought honor to his dad? Uh, we ought to bring honor to our father. Heavenly, uh, earthly father, but also we ought to bring honor to who? Our heavenly father. Are you a son? Bible says that I'm a son of God. Amen. So I ought to make my father proud. I ought to make my dad proud by doing his will and doing what he wants me to do. I need to be the son that brings honor and glory to the Lord and not a disgrace and not, man, look at how that son acts. Look at him. That, that reflects well on the father. You know, you, you look at you look at children. You say, "Man, he lacks just like." Have you ever seen one? Man, you act just like your dad. You walk just like your daddy. Have you ever seen that? You talk just like him. He's a reflection of you. He ought to be a reflection of him. Think about this for just a moment. Joshua's uh, Joshua's dad decided one day decided that when the plagues were there, he was in Egypt. When the plagues were there, the Bible says in the first Chronicles chapter 7, verse 27, that Joshua was a firstborn child. So there was a day in time when Joshua's dad made a decision that he was going to serve God. 
made a decision that no matter what was going on down the street, he was going to do right. right. Because when the day came and the, and the night came, when the, when the death angel was to fly over Egypt, his daddy made sure he put blood on the door. Yes, sir. And had it not been for his righteous daddy, Joshua would not have been the man right. in whom he became. His dad made a decision that he was going to follow God. Yes. And Joshua followed right in those steps. The guy right beside him, he didn't have blood on his door. He didn't take the lamb. Right. He didn't kill the lamb. But here his dad did. He took the lamb and he, and he took the lamb's blood and rubbed it on the door so that Joshua yes. was he saved. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Because of his son. What a proud dad to see us. He made a decision in Egypt to serve God, just like his son made a decision to be a righteous, yes. holy son. Yes, sir. Amen. What kind of son am I to my heavenly father? What kind of son am I to my earthly father? A son. Man, oh man, I've... I, I, I never thought, I was studying this out, I never thought about that day when the night came and Joshua was sitting in that, in that room and here came the death angel. Daddy, did you put the blood on the door? And dad had. Wow. What a decision to, for the dad to make. What a decision. He showed his son who was most important. As a father, I've got to show my children what's most important. Yes, sir. And I will show them what's most important by how I live. Yeah. How I live. He was a son. Number one, he was a son. Number two, he was a slave. He was a slave. You go back. There's not any necessarily scripture references to this, but he was in Egypt. He was raised in Egypt. He came up out of Egypt with the children of Israel when they left Egypt with Moses. So what was he? He was a slave. And so God took him from being a slave to being in charge. He was born in slavery. Right. People have this idea that the, how you're born and how you're raised, if you stay in poverty, you'll always be in poverty. No, that's not always how it has to be. Joshua was born in slavery and rose to the top to be the leader of the children of Israel because he didn't allow his circumstances to stop him from being what God wanted him to be. You and I will have circumstances that aren't always pretty, that aren't always the best, but God can take us where we are and yes. take us to higher heights than we can ever become because of his grace and his mercy and what he's done for us and how he's
from wherever you're at and make you what he wants you to be. Yes, sir. Well, I'm to this, or I've been this, or I've done this. It doesn't matter what your past is, what you've done. God can take you where you're at. If you're willing to do what God wants you to do, he can take you where you're at and make you whatever it is. The most refined piece of material, if you will just let him. Yes, sir. That's right. Any thoughts or questions? Yes, sir. You know, preacher, what God said about his son. Yes, This is my son in whom I will be. Yes, sir. Right. God was proud of his son. Oh, yeah. And that's what he's doing. He's with That's right. That's right. What Jesus said, he said, not my will, but thine be done. Yes, sir. You know, there will be a day when we stand before the righteous judge, and he will say, uh, what will he say? Well done, thou good and faithful servant, sir. For me, you work of iniquity. I know you're not. There's two different instances. Right. You know, there's, we'll have the opportunity where he will say to us, well done. Well done. But here's the deal. We live, we live here now. A lot of people think that just because something has happened to them in their past, God can't use them or God can't help them. Or they will hold on to that forever. You you have to be able to move past your past. Forgive yourself. Forgive those who have hurt you. And let God help you. Yes. Because my Sunday school lesson preacher. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll stop there. You have to let God help you. Yes. He could have stayed in his pity, in his sorrow. I've been slave, man. They, I was oppressed. And I was oppressed for so long, my whole life. I can't do nothing. And a lot of people live that way. Well, I'm poor. I can't do this. Or I can't do this. I, I was raised with a single parent. I was raised with this. I was raised with that. that you can be oppressed about your situation and, and not allow it to let God use you. He can take your situation where you're at and take you where he needs you to be. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what type of situation you come from. God can take you where you're at and mold you into something better. Yeah. <clears throat> My uncle is an art teacher. He does that for a living. Um, and I've seen him take a lump of clay. Have you ever seen a guy work on a, on a potter's wheel or yeah. take a piece of clay? I've seen him take just a big blob of clay. Most of us would look at that and be like, I could do nothing with it. I remember taking art class when I was in school, and oh my goodness, I tortured and butchered all kinds of things, and they looked terrible. My mom still has them. I'm not for sure why, but she still has some of the stuff I made, but that looked terrible. But God can take a lump of clay. The Bible talks about him being the potter. Yeah. And we're the clay. He can take that and mold it into a beautiful thing. Just like he took Joshua, where he was at as a slave, who had been oppressed, oppressed his whole life, and took him and made him into a leader, made him into a, 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 a godly man for his sake, for his glory, even though he was raised in slavery. Any other thoughts or questions before we move on?
Yes, sir. Well, you know, preachers, whenever, regardless of your circumstances before, you have to turn that loose and everything because you have a free will. You can either stay in your muck yeah. and water in it, or you can drop it and go on yes, yeah. and leave it behind you and everything. Yeah. God gave us a free will to do whatever we wanted to do. And some people choose to carry the, all of oh, that yeah. stuff. Well, it's not my fault, my parents' fault and everything, but it's not. Did God give you a free will to do whatever you want to do? Yeah. So drop it and change change what you want to yes. do. Be what God intended you to be. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know? Uh, yeah. it's, you know, I'm a big fan to go back to the Father's house. Yeah. It is, it is important. You know, a lot of people will get in their situations and they will never leave their situations. I, I mean, <clears throat> we've seen, I've seen some pretty rough uh, homes picking up kids um, on the bus or picking up kids on the van. And I've seen some pretty rough stuff. And I've seen these kids come from rough, rough places. And a lot of places aren't good. A lot of things aren't good for those kids. But this church can be a lighthouse to yeah. those kids. Yeah. And help them to be where they can overcome those things in their past. And become something more than just a slave to sin and a slave to the world. A slave to sin. Satan. That's what he wants them to stay in that place, stay oppressed, stay in their muck, right, and not ever get out of it. But God intended for us to have walk in this uh, what do you call it? The promised land. I'm trying to think the what is called the uh, newness of life. Yeah, I'm not. That's not coming to me. But He wants us to walk in that promised land. He wants us to have that. Christian life, that, that freedom, the, 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 the great things of, he said, I come that you might have life and you might have it more abundantly. I mean, he wants to take where we're at and elevate it to way higher than you can I could ever attend. I mean, you look at your life, you've been saved for, whether you've been saved 10 years or 5 years or, or 20 years, you can look at your life and say that you're better off now because you are saved than what you were when you got saved. God has taken our life, if you've allowed him to, allowed you to be in a better position now than what you were when you got saved. Amen. Any other thoughts? All right. Number one, he's a son. Number two, he's a slave. Number three, he was a soldier. Who was he? Joshua was a soldier in Exodus chapter 17. If you want to take your Bible over there, we'll read a couple different scriptures there. Exodus chapter 17, I believe this is one of the first times that Joshua goes into battle here, but in, in 17 and verse number 9, And Moses said unto Joshua, Choose us out, men, <coughs> and go out and fight uh, with Amalek tomorrow, and I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. So Joshua, verse number, you'll notice a couple of things in verse number 9. He chose, Moses told him to choose some men. 
I, I think that might, may, may have even been some perception. I know Moses knew that he could perceive who was the right men to choose, who was the wrong men to choose. So he chose the right men to go down there. He was proven. He went down there and to fight. And then he was prompt. You look down in verse number 10. Bible says, so Joshua did as Moses had said to him. The moment that Joshua, Moses told him in verse number chapter 17 and verse number 9, he said, go. Verse number 10, he grabbed the soldiers and he said, we're going. And verse number 10, the Bible says, and Moses, and so did, as Moses had said to him, and fought with Amalek, Moses and Aaron and Hur went up to the top of the mountain, and it came to pass when Moses' hand held up his hand, that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands were heavy, and they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat thereon. And Aaron and Hur stayed up his hands, the one on one side and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. And Joshua, verse 13, and Joshua discomforted Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. Joshua was a soldier. Yeah, he was a soldier for the Lord. He was a soldier for the Israelites. He was a soldier that caused them to get the promised land. They could not go into the promised land without a fight. They had to fight their way in to take the land back that was given to the Israelites. And he had to be able to fight to do that. And we look at that and you say, man, God... Yeah, why would God fight? Why would God kill all these people? God is, the Bible says, God is a God of war. Uh, God had to protect his children. God had to give them their land back. Their land was taken from them, so he had to take it back and give it to the children of Israel because he promised them that he would. But Joshua was a soldier of God, and he went. It tells me that we need to be soldiers for the Lord. We need to fight against sin and fight against Satan and fight against the, the things of this world and uh, be ready to be a soldier for Christ. And to be a soldier for Christ. In verse number 14, And the Lord said unto Moses, Write this for a memorial in a book and rehearse it in the ears of Joshua, for I will utterly put out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. He said, Remember this. He said, Tell it to Joshua so it will never forget. God did here against Amalek, Joshua's fight against Amalek. God won, and then God promoted him as a soldier. God promoted him to the leader, to the leader, to the general. Because of his faithfulness to be the soldier that God needed him to be. If you and I will be faithful over the little things, he'll make us ruler over many things. Yes, sir. That's what Joshua was. Right. He was faithful over the small things. Yes. Faithful over the things that many didn't think that were important. Yes. But God promoted him to be the leader of the children of Israel because I one of the things I believe is because of his faithfulness to do the little things that God had given him to do. Alright. He was a son, he was a slave, and he was a soldier. Any other thoughts or questions before we pray? I had never thought about him being a son in Egypt and his daddy having to put blood on the door. I never, yeah. never thought about it that way until I yes. was studying about Joshua. But what a decision his daddy had to make. Right. He had to make a decision to follow God. Right. When the rest of the daddies on the street were discussing it out in the middle of the street, what are you going to do? Man, I ain't 
Soldier. 